This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Honeysuckle White. If you're looking for ways to make mealtime healthier in the new year, make your favorite recipes with turkey from Honeysuckle White. Take the pressure off. Keep it simple and tasty without sacrificing flavor for nutrition. Whether you want a delicious sandwich or post-workout protein, Honeysuckle White Turkey can do it all. Visit HoneysuckleWhite.com for recipe inspiration and to find retailers near you. Honeysuckle White. Eat what you love. If you want to stay up to date with the messiest drama on the internet, or what about those crazy viral challenges, then be sure to tune in to TMZ Verified, the podcast. I'm Wild. I'm Steph. And each week we're either breaking down the spicy viral stories or we're hanging out with the most popular influencers around. Tana Mojo is in the building. I don't even know if they're hating. They're probably just telling the truth, but we love the haters too. Sophia Franklin. Yeah, I mean, we can talk, but like, let's be real with each other, you know? Bryce Hall is here, y'all. Make some noise, people. I'm, I'm single, by the way. Right. So if you like viral drama, influencer culture, and just overall hot messness, check out new episodes of TMZ Verified every Thursday right here on Spotify. Hey, everyone. C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like a beachfront property being built backwards. It just doesn't make any sense, and we have no idea what we're doing. Today on the show, we are talking about health and fame, health in terms of your physical health and how that kind of helps you to sort of control decision fatigue and really essentially get yourself to a place that feels really good when you are, when you, when you're dealing with difficult mental health issues, like the worst thing for me, at least is feeling like my body is also working against me. And that's incredibly frustrating. And really for me, it's been about my injury, my Achilles tendon. And, um, I just haven't been taking the time to be disciplined and actively work on it. And the same thing with my health, right? I kind of just let myself go after I moved. So, um, I have to kind of, pull it back in and and get focused. And then I kind of transition into talking a bit about fame and how in today's world of of uh, social media, that it's more possible than ever to connect with the people you need to connect with. And fame is no longer just a being famous to everyone kind of thing. It's not about run and gun and spray uh, and pray about trying to get information. You can target and be focused on who it is that you're trying to connect with. If you're trying to sell art and sell whatever, like you are no longer marred by the 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 opinions of someone at the top of some ivory tower right it's about you have access more than ever to showcase your talents to showcase your ability as a designer a service provider a coach uh, an artist whatever it is you're doing as a freelancer or entrepreneur um, and creative to be able to to put that out there right so it's super important for uh, for for people to realize that because we're no longer living in a world where like, you know, getting on Johnny Carson is what's going to lead you to fame, right? It's just, it's, but somehow there's still this perception that like you're famous if you get on the news or something and, and we're get on the, some, some like people just want to still be on the jumbotron and that's like their claim to fame and Hey, mad respect if that's the way you want to look at the world. But if you're trying to build a business and you're trying to become known for something no longer, are you having to have like, 
no longer are you at the whim of someone else's opinions or, or things that they control. You have full autonomy to make that work for you, right? You have the, you have Google, you have the ability to learn stuff and the ability to make something happen. And this is all a little bit separate than the mental health conversation. Cause I know mental health gets in the way of like being able to like realize that, but I think continuing to drill that into each other's brains is going to be important to let people know like, Hey, you're in control. And if one person likes you, that's just as good as 12 million people liking you. Maybe not financially, or maybe it could be financially. If you charge $12,000 and you make $12,000 from having 10 million subscribers, like then it equals the same. <laughs> it depends on, on your, your unit of measurement, but, at the, but whatever. That's not what it's about. It's about access to the ability to show off your talents. And that's what the show's about. So health and fame, let's talk about it today on Dopamine. Let's go. Drums, Okay, so this month, uh, November, we don't have any sponsors for this show, but if you are interested in being a sponsor for the show, hit me up here on anchor.fm slash dopamine, send me a voice message or hit me up at Let's Go C-Note, um, basically charging per thousand listens for the entire month. So your spot gets to be heard for the entire month. Um, uh, and it'll, I don't delete the actual ads. So you get your ad read over and over and over again, um, for repeat listens and all of that stuff. So we have people who are mental health, uh, uh, not experts, but like people that are, um, interested in growing and developing themselves and their mental health and, um, learning to be better entrepreneurs. So it's perfect for coaches. If you're doing any kind of teaching, like those will make some of the best sponsors. So feel free to hit me up at let's go see notes on all my social channels and let's get you on the show. Let's and uh, yeah, on with the show. Let's go talk about the topic. Let's do this. All right. Welcome to the show. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, today's a little bit of a change. I am sitting <laughs> instead of standing, not a major change, but I'm, you know, just trying to change things a little bit for myself to put my health first which is um, part of what I want to talk about today. Um, because for a long time, I've been ignoring my ankle. I have uh, an Achilles tendonitis issue. And um, I haven't had money to really take care of it. I was starting to take care of it before I left San Diego. And then I left San Diego and my life kind of financially fell apart. But everything else is great. So I haven't quite gotten back on track Um financially to the point of being able to like comfortably go to a doctor without any concern. Right. So, um, you know, American healthcare system, <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, so, but I, I figured what I can do is just do my best to take it into my hands. And there is a lot of information online about, um, helping my ankle. And much of that is literally staying off of it and doing a lot of exercises in the morning to make sure I'm strengthening my calf muscle and really kind of understand what's going on. And it seems really silly because I've ignored it for years, right? And I've talked about this on a past co uh, conversation with you guys about um, about injuries and mental health. And uh, I think that's been a big issue for me is that my... Um, my, my physicality is greatly reduced. Like I've been way more sedentary than I've ever been in my life. Um, th since I was a teenager, probably. So, uh, it's something I'd have needed to, to work on and fix because running or walking or doing anything like that has been 
one of the core tenants of my health when it comes to at least physical exercise, right? And, uh, you know, I'm also taking time to eat a little better and whatnot because, again, I've talked about this on past episodes that your health should be first. Um, I genuinely believe that. I, I think anyone would tell you that. Even if you're, you know, dealing with any kind of extreme mental health issue, it's going to be a lot easier to deal with mental health. And that's relative, of course, if you are sort of managing your physical health. You know, it's just one less thing to worry about, right? It's sort of the same concept as as like decision fatigue. So that if you're waking up in the morning and you have like easy access to like your clothing and you know where things are, or you have an idea of what you're going to be wearing and um, you're not spending a lot of time looking for stuff or, you know, you kind of just know where things are and you're basically easing the burden in your brain as to like what you should be doing. Um, you know, what you, what you need to do in your routine in the morning. Right. And that's essentially, uh, avoiding decision fatigue. I mean, we only have so many decisions we can make in a day, right? Even if you're, you know, in the Myers-Briggs system leading with the decision-making function, you know, decision-making and introverted thinking is my dominant function, which accounts for like 80% of my personality and 80% of how I spend my day. But, um, you know, even that runs out of steam, right? So I can make a ton of little decisions and not get exhausted. But, you know, even then I need to put all of that energy in the right place. So, you know, all of that comes from uh, improving my health and getting myself into a place where I can feel better in all sorts of ways. I forgot to take my supplement actually. So I'm I'm like chained to the desk while I do this because <laughs> it's going to be in my brain. Like I have to go do that, but that's fine. Um, so I've been taking, you know, some supplements for just kind of like uh, uh, vitamins and stuff to help me with that. Um, and just being a little bit stricter with my diet, you know, no more fried foods for me. I'm done. Um, you know, and I, I didn't do that for a long time. So I don't know what it is. I think it was just the big life change that really caused me this major amount of stress. And I kind of just let go, right? I, I let go in a ton of ways <laughs> um, because I, I was finally able to afford to. And um, it, it, it felt good to do that. But at the same time, you know, my health is sort of being... Uh, challenged as a result of that. So I do need to apply some discipline and, you know, keep in mind that uh, I just need to avoid fried foods and too many sauces or definitely no cheese in my life, you know, and, and try to just keep track of calories, reduce uh, simple carbs where I can. And um, all of that, you know, losing some weight is going to help put the pressure off of my ankle and essentially allow me to rehabilitate it much easier. So for me, that aspect of my health has been incredibly important and is going to be important for me moving forward. Because when I'm having difficult mental health days, I can either get into an exercise routine and still be able to do at least a little bit of something, um, but I'm not feeling the physical heaviness, right? Like it, it, at some point, it kind of becomes science when your mentality is uh, is is being confined to basic core functions. You don't want to make that those core functions more difficult, right? And it's not about being presentable or being quote unquote fat versus being thin. It's about being healthy so that it's easier for your muscles to operate almost on its own, right? So if your muscles can do its thing 
and is relying less on its less on harder cognitive brain wiring, right? It's it's I guess the way that I could say it is that if you're in, instead of you're just kind of creating muscle memory, right? And strengthening your muscle memory essentially so that you're having to less less worry about just like actively telling your muscles to do something, right? I mean, it's it's fairly abstract, but the idea is that if you can get to a place where you're a little bit stronger and you're, you know, having less weight to lift, it just makes more sense logically that, you know, it's going to be less of a burden on your brain when you're going through bad, terrible feelings of depression or other things that we deal with when it comes to mental health stuff. And it helps us to think a little bit clearly and be able to just kind of be in a better place, you know? Um, again, that's fairly abstract, but <laughs> the idea here is that like, I feel like that's something I haven't made a priority and, um, that's going to be important for me moving forward. Um, there was another concept I wanted to talk about on this episode. Um, I'm going to take a break and think about it. I forget what that was, but <laughs> remember this. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to combine these into, into just one episode because I actually, you know what? I'll just keep going. That's right. I don't have a sponsor this month, so we're just going to keep talking. Why not? <laughs> um, I think all of this eventually leads to the fact that, um, you know, we're kind of more in charge of our success these days than ever before. You know, we're not relying on, you know, as entrepreneurs, at least, and creative people who are doing things on our own, freelancers, things like that. We are not relying on a singular entity to make us rich or famous or give us money and, and pay our bills and things like that. Right. We are more accountable and, um, and, uh, in service of ourselves than ever before. Right. And like no longer is it just like one old guy at the top telling you whether or not you are worthy of a record deal. Right. You can make a mixtape and put it on SoundCloud and you leave it up to the market to decide whether or not it's good. Right. And it's, it's a it's a community thing, which is kind of romantic in a way. But, um, you know, your 15 minutes of fame can come from anywhere. And I think that creates an abundance of competition, but an abundance of opportunity because you're not just trying to funnel into a single point or a few single points that is like, you know, a record deal or being, you know, being found, quote unquote, through a big business, right? You know, it's about being able to have the opportunity to showcase your talent wherever it is that you can showcase your talent. So it's like Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all of that stuff. Now, I know those things are getting more and more oversaturated by the day, but if you are good enough, you'll be found in one way or another, or, you know, you'll be found by the people who need to find you. You don't necessarily need to be uh, as big and famous as like Britney Spears was or something, right? And, um, or is, I guess people still love Britney Spears. Um, and you know, the point is you don't need to do anything that requires, you know, that big of a push to become some semblance of famous, right? People write into this show all the time. Like they'll message me on Instagram or Facebook, um, you know, and they'll say like, Hey, this, this show has really been helping me realize that I can take control of my life. And to me, that's like, that's really cool. That makes me feel like I'm famous or something. <laughs> you know, when I was younger, when I was in my, um, well, around 30, uh, what was it? No, 25. I was, um, it was probably around 2010. And 
It was when like Twitter was kind of booming and Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.